Wer sagt, die Absicht dieses Podcasts ist nicht, über britische Personen oder ihren Akzenten lustig zu machen. Wir finden sie gerade erfreulich, um auf diese Weise zu sprechen. In der Tat. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Tea Time. I'm your host, Lord Peter Featherin Walthamstone III. And I'm Bartholomew, no last name. I don't pay him enough for that. Anyway, I would like to, to be welcomed back to Lord Peter's Manor. We are going to be sitting today in the drawing room, but this is not a drawing room episode, believe it or not, because I have Bartholomew with me. It is merely the place that we choose to record. Anyway, I would like to start off by telling you of something quite interesting I noticed just a little while ago. If you have read up on the Wright brothers, the men who first had an airplane, the first airplane of theirs lasted for 120 feet and took 12 seconds on its first flight. This was December 17, 1903. However, very recently, an Aston Martin ALMS car flew farther than the Wright Brothers plane. It actually flew... Wait, are you see. saying that the car flew? Well, not flew. It didn't have wings. It lost traction on the track. Uh, it flew a hundred... Flew, in parentheses here. Uh, quotation marks, whatever. Right. It flew, quotation, 142 feet before landing off the track in the dirt. It, I guess, hit a bump and just became airborne. The track was wet... Perhaps something was wrong with the tires, but it flew, quotation marks, level, and the man driving it was not hurt, which is good to hear, but wow. it was apparently awesome. That's and actually, uh, yes, if you look on your screens right now, you can see a picture of it. A very nice picture of a flying car. Picture. Picture. Yeah. What a lovely picture. It's a green car, and it looks like mist is coming off of it or something. I don't know what that is. What is coming off of it? It looks like mist coming off the front of it, but oh. it was flying forward, so I don't... Maybe it's just glare off the camera. I don't know. <laughs> I'll leave that up to you to decide. All right. Yes. Well, anyway, today's um, main topic is going to be about English lessons. I have seen a almost... No, a very frustrating amount of bad grammar online and offline. If you were to go looking around, okay, first off, I by no means believe that I use perfect grammar. However, there is one thing that I know that I do correctly, and it really makes me upset when others don't do it correctly. This is the incorrect use of apostrophes and, um, what's the name for little added, added things on the end of words? Uh, End suffixes? Endings. Suffixes. Yes, that's the one. See, I don't know everything. Bartholomew helps me out. That's why I hired him. Yay. But I don't get Yay. paid. Much. That's okay. Yes, room and board, room and board. Yay, room and board. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Um, okay. I'm going to teach you today about the difference between your and your. Your is spelled Y-O-U-R. And okay. it is used thusly. Your face is ugly. Your house is small. Your job 
has been terminated. <laughs> your is Y-O-U apostrophe R-E and is used thusly. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're fired. You're going to die alone and sad. <laughs> You're a monkey. <laughs> You're going to go buy me a block of cheese. <laughs> mm, a block of cheese. <laughs> I hope that that was a sufficient number of examples without having to actually use any grammatical rules or definitions. But please try harder in the future. If you have any questions or would like me to let you know which of the following you should do, please email us. All right, let's see. Uh, do you have any little pet peeves involving the English language, Bartholomew? Any pet peeves? Um, when people say uh, ask incorrectly, well, they'll say axe, and it's, it's not axe. The S comes before the K. Yes. It's and it's not all of those those escape those urban folk those raised on the streets with their street smarts but most certainly not book smarts saying let me ask you no no they say let me ask you something. (laughs) Yes. Um and uh Speaking of which, what kind of accent is that that they're using when they say stuff like that? Um would it be an urban accent? Or is it just uh, you know what? incorrect? I, I watched on the news one time, and mm-hmm. um, this man was on there uh, explaining why uh, people who are raised in that environment uh, speak that way. And he said, you know, uh, uh, the person interviewing him said, you know, is Ebonics really a language? And he's like, no, it's not. It's, you know, that's just an excuse. It really is just broken English. And you know what? That's that what makes I believe. Sense. That makes sense. Yes. Broken yes, English. It was English that was mauled and torn apart by those who originally used it. Yes. Yes. Um, so that was our English oh. lesson for the day. <laughs> yes. Well, um, well, not every week, but often we have a service review. We have decided collectively to now either do a service or a site of the night. Ooh. Which is a very catchy phrase, if I might say so. Unfortunately, I cannot. Yes, I cannot claim having invented that phrase. That was Bartholomew here. Oh well, thank you. Um, You're very. We well. should have a credit sound. where credit is due. Well, we should have a well. sound every time that we say "sight of the night." It should be a <laughs> something flashy. Yes, quite like yes. this. That's quite good. I think we'll start using that from now on. Yay. Here, hold on. Do you viewers hear me clapping? That was me clapping. (laughs) If you couldn't tell what that was, that was me clapping. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So what is our sight of the night? Well, we usually take our news stories from dig.com. That's dig with two Gs. D-I-G-G dot com. It is almost entirely... Uh, technology related in some way, shape, or form, but sometimes there's other neat things that find their way on there. But actually, I think I would like to abuse our new site of the night privileges and include a second link. Ooh, a second site of the night. Site of the night. This is www.zefrank.com. Z-E-Frank. Z, I guess. Z-E-Frank. Z-E-Frank. 
the phone. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I'm not entirely sure what this is all about, but it's incredibly funny. Um, specifically, I saw a. I think he does something of a podcast as well, or perhaps just some news thing. Uh, what I saw was a little skit entitled "If the Earth Were a Sandwich." You can see a link right now. Uh, I cannot explain it. I've tried to explain it. It was to no avail. Just see it and you'll see what I mean. It's bizarre, but it's funny. If the Earth were a sandwich. Yes. Mm, I like And once you see it, it makes so much sense. Oh, uh, and there is an explicit language warning on that link. I thought I might let you know. Yes, so if any parents out there are listening, uh, you may want to screen that before you show it to your children. I believe it would be PG-13 because there's probably just one occurrence of the F-word, which is allowed in a PG-13 movie, I might add. Yes. Yes. Zombies are also allowed in PG-13 movies because you're allowed to have grotesque amounts of violence. And everybody zombies. loves violence. I've personally been against zombies for quite a long time. Yes. You know about me having a shotgun in every room of the house. And a box of ammo. And a box of ammo, just, just in, in case. case. <laughs> <laughs> you well, can never be too sure with the zombies on the loose. No. <laughs> and the horned animals. Do you yeah. suppose my horned animals animals could fall prey to the zombies? Uh, anything is possible. I would be quite distraught if my rams, my 512 megabytes of rams, <laughs> were to become zombies. Zombie rams. Zombie Rams, yes. Zombie Rams. Sounds like a band. The Zombie Rams. They would well, probably be a punk band and not Ram very zombie. good. Instead of Rob Zombie, it'd be Ram, Ra <laughs> Ram Zombie. <laughs> oh, that's enormously clever, Bartholomew. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Well, um, did you have anything that you wanted to say about something? About something? About something. Um, well, what did your happiness level close at today? Oh, I was just thinking about that. My happiness index has been rising steadily over the last, I'd say, week or so, uh, since the last podcast. Oh, oh, speaking of which, Bartholomew, before we do that, we recorded a podcast, but we didn't release it because of that buzzing sound, right? Yes. Well, okay. it's no, not it, no. in the archives anymore, but yes, we tried to record one. Yes. I thought we were supposed to keep an archive of everything. Uh, everything. That one was just... Uh, it wasn't... Uh, how do I put it? Everything. Um, yes, I know. You remember everything. that scene from Toy Story whenever Woody uh, was saying to Sid, you know, uh, like, be nice to your toys because we can see everything. And then when he says everything, <laughs> his head spins around. Everything. Goodness. Um, There's a picture of Woody doing it right there. Ah, my goodness. Ah. Um, but I yes. love this whole enhanced podcast thing. Oh, uh, uh, and if you haven't noticed by now, this entire podcast has been dubbed into German. Uh -huh. I hope you noticed by now. Uh, but yes. yes, it's we figured it would be for our incredible number of foreign listeners, of which we assume there are lots. Yes, only one can assume. Yes, exactly. But you know what the saying is. Yes, and if you are wondering where that little part went, well, you're going to have to go to our website and donate because there you oh, can receive. Goodness. Was that a too hot for your tea? I believe right it then? was a too hot for your tea. <laughs> oh. But oh even if it wasn't, 
we would really appreciate it if you could donate there. That way we could give you these Too Hot For Your Tea episodes. Extra content, extra special things. Extra tea. And extra tea. Yes, we could give you tea if you wanted. And, um, well, yes. I don't know. Really, you know what? If you send us enough money and, uh, I don't know, just a little thing saying what you want, we'll go out and buy whatever it is you said and sign it and give it to you. Yes. For we'll instance, if you were to signature. give us, yes, if you were to give us enough money to go buy a pony, we would brand it and return it to you. <laughs> a pony. <laughs> yes. A pony. With the a... with the heptagon H symbol, which is the Feathering Walthamstone family uh, pony branding thing. Oh, is it ranch symbol? Yes, it's a heptagon H. Hmm. That's quite interesting. So a pony and what? Uh, a bucket of ice cream or something? Yes, a bucket of ice cream. Oh, that was in the last episode. Perhaps we should explain. Um, well, wait, was there anything to explain? I do recall that I enjoy ponies and ice cream. There's a political and... party or something. That's right. There is a political party out there that involves uh, giving free ponies and ice cream to everybody and eliminating the rest of the government besides that. I think it would be a great idea, personally. Quite interesting, actually. I could do with more ponies and more ice cream. Mmm, ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, we're going to have a poll this week. Please email us, um, and you can uh, let us know what your favorite ice cream flavor is. Your choices are vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, cookies and cream. Um, mint? Uh, yes, mint, mint chocolate chip, uh, cookie dough. Uh, banana, Ripple, Rocky Road, um, Moose Tracks. Moose Tracks. That's a lot like Rocky Road. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a slash entry, like Rocky Road slash Moose Tracks. Mm, slash. Um, meat flavored. Um, no, yes. Yes, meat flavored. <laughs> if that's your favorite type of ice cream, please let us know. And where we can get some. And other, because I can't really think of any others at the time. All right. Yes. And you can send all of those emails to britspit at gmail.com. That is B-R-I-T-S-P-I-T at gmail.com. Yes. Um, And if you would like to complain about our show, perhaps you don't like us or you're a mean person, you can always (laughs) complain at grumbleberries at gmail.com. But I'm not going to tell you how to spell it. Now am I? No, that's the fun of it. Yes, exactly. You don't get to complain if you can't figure out how to say it. Spell it. Whatever. And as always, you can visit our website at www.teatime, that is T-E-A-T-I-M-E dot C-J-B dot net. Here's a link. A link. Yay, a link. A link to the past. Ooh, that was a good game. Yes, it was. Yes. Yes. Quite. Quite, yes. Uh, actually, we can play 30 seconds of Zelda music. Without, okay. Without, Let's do like, it. Dying. Uh, here we go. Any closing statements, real quick? Yes. Yes. I like monkeys. Mm, I do, too. Yes. I'm quite fond of monkeys. Oh, and Bartholomew, could you go and fetch me some cheddar cheese, please? Yes. All right. Well, this has been another edition of Tea Time, and we will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody.
Cue the music! As you are probably no doubt aware because you are listening to the podcast, you can hear the music right now. I really enjoy the song. I actually sing it as I walk around sometimes. Do you? Yes, I really do. People always wonder what it is, and I tell them that they start listening to the podcast, and they're like, this is wonderful, and I'm like, I know. Um, Which is quite peculiar, because the only people that live around me are my peasants and my serfs and stuff, and they don't have internet access. Right. Uh, they don't have opposable thumbs to be recorded in computers if they had internet access. Ah, oh, such is okay. life. Oh, yes. You are right. Yep. That is okay. our good note to end on. Moose is hurt. Ouch. Yes. <laughs>